Welcome to Beyond Books, the new podcast from the staff of the Novi Public Library. My name is David Silberman. With me today is... Dana. And joining us today is a very special guest, our director, the one, the only, Miss Julie Farkas. But before we get to that, um, we wanted to spotlight a handful of things. First, we've got a very special magical message from a friend of ours. So check out a Harry Potter-themed video on our Facebook and Twitter feeds and Instagram as well. Uh, next up, we're going to be celebrating the class of 2020 since they couldn't get together for, you know, a real regular graduation. Uh, we thought we'd all share our, our graduation photos and we're going to be taking some nominations and giving out some prizes for the best photos. We've got a few different themes. Um, best cap and gown picture, best uh, extracurricular activity, if you've been a part of cheer or a sport, <clears throat> um, track and field, football, uh, whatever. And so we'll be taking submissions throughout this week, and then we'll be awarding prizes to the most liked photos on those. So be sure to follow our page, be sure to like those photos, and be sure to share those posts so that your friends can like those photos. All right, so next up, we're going to meet the staff when we're going to talk to David today. So David, how long have you worked at NPL? You know, time really flies when we're having fun. I've been here 10 years now. I started as an intern uh, while the old building, now our parking lot, was there. I, I completed my internship my last semester of grad school at Wayne State. After that, I subbed for a little bit, then I went part-time, and then eventually I went full-time as the electronic services librarian. And what um, sort of work do you do as electronic services librarian here? So as e-services librarian, I do a number of things such as social media. Um, I, I purchase our database resources. Uh, I also purchase some of our DVDs and movie, uh, DVDs and Blu-ray collections for the adult collection. I also do, I serve on the 3D printing committee. We do some programming around that. If you've seen our Pinewood Derby style event in the past, I was the one that ran that. Uh, I also do trivia night. I run, I facilitate the chess night program as well as various computer classes and any other programming that may come up from time to time. Sounds good. And what's your favorite part about working at MPL? I mean, I'm going to use the same answer as a number of other people. It's, it's obviously the people. We work with awesome people. Coming to work, it, it usually isn't stressful. Um, it, in fact, it's something I look forward to, and I can't wait to get back into the building and to see those friendly faces. Um, so the people, but also the, the job itself, the autonomy that we get. As someone else mentioned on one of these podcasts, if you have a new idea, the answer is always yes. Um, so it's a great environment, and just being surrounded by great people makes all the difference in the world. Mm -hmm. And what are some favorite books in like music and movies of yours? Um, okay, I'll start with movies. Probably my five favorite or so movies are Goodfellas, Shawshank Redemption, Groundhog Day, Tommy Boy, and going a little off the beaten path, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. It was a Jim Carrey movie um, with... Tom Wilkinson, Elijah Wood, Mark Ruffalo, Kirsten Dunst, and Kate Winslet. So great cast. Mm -hmm. Really an original script um, that was about, uh, shall we say, love lost and the, the heartbreak process. 
It's a very good one. Some of my books include S.E. Hinton's The Outsiders, um, Malcolm Gladwell's Outliers, I guess things that start with out. Um, the book of Mice and Men is, this is one of my favorite classics as well as To Kill a Mockingbird. And some of my favorite music, um, blues rock, classic rock, alternative rock, um, the Black Keys, Arcade Fire, Mumford and Sons, Bare Naked Ladies, uh, Jackie Green, and Ben Harper are some of my favorites. Sounds great. Thanks so much for telling us a little bit about yourself, David. My pleasure. And joining us today for a very special and super informative uh, piece will be our director, Julie Farkas. We're going to be talking about exactly how we will be reopening to the public, what that looks like, and how we plan to roll that out over a number of phases. So, Julie, thank you for joining us today. Well, thank you so much, David and Dana. It's a pleasure to be joining the two of you. Let me first start by thanking you both, as well as um, Gail Anderson, Sarah Vander from staff that have um, created this podcast and made it available to our Novi community. I'm so proud of all of you and connecting us in a new way and giving our um, community something to listen to. Uh, the sessions and segments that you've been hosting have been wonderful. Loved that you had the author, um, Michael Zadorian on and, and gave our community a way to connect with him. So you're doing a wonderful job from home virtually. Um, I, in fact, I'm just so proud of the Novi Library staff and what they've been doing with um, the pandemic and, and the shutdown and, and us not stopping library service at all. So thank you so much for having me on today. Absolutely. Um, so let's talk about, you know, what our reopening will look like. Um, so let's start with the phase that we're currently in. Um, obviously, the building itself is closed to the public, but what is the next step? What does that look like? So right now, because we are following our governor's orders, you know, there's been a number of executive orders over the, the last uh, few weeks and, and months, actually. Um, we, we cannot, uh, based on the stay home, stay safe executive order, we can't open until after May 28th. And we'll have to wait and see. Uh, those dates at all. But the first phase we are in, we are in our virtual phase right now and offering a lot of wonderful opportunities to the community to connect with us virtually. Um, I know that, you know, you have been huge in helping both of you and when it comes to um, databases and online materials that people can download books and connecting virtually with story times and things like that, we've been doing a fantastic job with that virtual phase, phase one. Another part of that phase, though, is returns. So when the uh, governor gives us the go-ahead to start connecting with the community and allowing the community to get out more because the stay at home um, will get lifted eventually. We want to have our patrons start returning materials. Now, I don't wanna give a date out to you right now because I don't know what that firm date is yet, but I can tell you that we have over 27,000 items that are sitting in Novi homes. So you can imagine that's a lot of materials mm -hmm. to get back. And it's probably going to take us about two weeks in order for us to get those materials. So um, we'll put a call out. We'll make sure that people hear from us. 
um, be looking for emails and, and that type of communication over the next week or so to let patrons know that you can start returning. The building is closed right now. The Dropbox are closed, but that's going to be the next part of phase one is to start getting those materials back to the library. And can you speak to the process about how to make sure that those materials are safe to then go out again? Absolutely, David. Great question. So we want to be very safe, both for our patrons and for our staff. And we will be quarantining, you know, the items, even though they've been sitting in homes, we want to take an extra measure of quarantining. And then we have some sanitization processes in place. We actually um, have purchased an ultraviolet machine that will help sanitize the materials that come back. Um, and we're waiting on that machine to be delivered. So that's, that's another thing that we're waiting on is making sure the equipment is in place first. Um, that'll help us sanitize the items. And um, we also don't know yet, you know, we're part of a bigger system, which is the library network, and we share items across Southeast Michigan to over 60 libraries. And we have not heard yet and received the guidelines from our consortium either as to when we'll start getting those items back too. So it's important for us to make sure that items get cleaned, get sanitized, and then coming into you know phase two, which again, I can't give you a date, but phase two would allow holds to be able to go out um, and people pick up from our drive up window that would allow us to connect and get some materials out to our community. But again, I don't, I don't have any uh, dates for that yet just because of executive orders, but that would be phase two. So we're definitely asking our guests to be understanding that we will, be have, that we will have to be flexible and I think our guests will be understanding that. I do too, David. The first thing for us is, you know, I want Novi community members to know that we miss them. This is definitely uh, not our norm. And there are two words that I have been holding true to myself and, and the staff, and that's flexibility and patience. So we're gonna ask that our Novi community be flexible and be patient with us because we want to make sure that we, we do this new process as safely as possible, but also that we get them what they need as soon as we can, absolutely. And. And as we ramp up back to life as we knew it before all this, um, can you speak to some of the the measures that will be in the building um, in in the meantime while we're kind of ramping up? Uh, we mentioned, you know, when will patrons be able to get into the stacks, get to the materials themselves? Right. <clears throat> um, what kind of programming we'll be hosting, how that will be different. So programming, we're going to go virtual with our programming all summer. So that'll be June, July, and August that we will hold virtual programming. We're just, there's a lot of unknowns. And again, we don't have um, all the guidance yet. We will get it, but we don't have all the guidance yet from our, our governor. And we need to be following state, county, and city guidelines as we do that. So we decided um, early on that we would make sure that, you know, the safest way to do things with programming this summer would, would be to stay virtual. We probably won't have um, any meeting room opportunities just because there's going to be concerns of people in rooms and, and the social distancing because social distancing will be very much a part of 
our building when the staff returns, but also when we start opening our building and welcoming our guests in to use it. We've we've started putting um, signage down on the floors that show six foot distancing. The staff will be wearing social distancing buttons to remind people of social distancing. We're putting up some plexiglass um, face guards and shields so that, you know, that concern of, you know, should someone maybe be um, exposed, that we've got that barrier between people, you know, when they're talking to each other. Um, the staff will be wearing masks. We, we purchased two types of masks for our staff so that they were comfortable. Um, we'll have to wait on our governor to, to tell us if there's going to be any requirements for the public to wear masks or not. I know she's she is encouraging that now, um, right now, while we're in our, our stay home and stay safe um, uh, phase right now with her. Um, but we're going to be doing a lot of uh, sanitization of our building, a lot of cleanliness and high touch areas that would be consistently touched. Um, restrooms will be cleaned on a more regular schedule, um, you know, daily cleaning with a vendor that we work with and um, just a lot more um you know, heightened areas that we want to make sure there's there's cleanliness to, to continue to provide that safety for everyone. Um, now we've heard the term grab and go a lot lately. Can you can you elaborate on what that means to our so guests? That, that'll probably come out like in phase three when we know that we can open the building. And again, yet we also don't have any capacity or usage um, guidelines yet from our governor but when we get those we will get to a grab and go phase where people will be able to drop in but we're going to ask them to limit the amount of time that they're in the building um I'm, I'm guessing at this point don't hold me accountable yet to the timing but maybe about 30 minutes that we would ask people to just drop in quickly grab their items maybe grab a hold uh, grab from our new shelves and I know people want to get to DVDs and things that they haven't had access to for a while so or maybe they're you know maybe they're waiting on a, a magazine that they want to grab or something so we want to be able to give them that that'll that'll come in phase three but that has to first be determined by our governor when she gives us those capacity and building usage requirements. Um, but yes, grab and go would, would come in phase three. Phase four would probably allow for people to stay a little longer. When you first come into the building, when we first open it, um, you're going to see a very little seating because we don't want to encourage people to be hanging out too much. Um, we know that there should be some limits to that. Um, of course, we, we will follow ADA and, and the accessibility um, requirements that we have to have to have some seating in the building, but it's not gonna be encouraged where people come in, sit down and stay for long periods of time just because we want to be you know, really, really, really uber um, careful about safety with everyone. And of course, some of the collections won't be able to go out for a while. Is that correct? Like the, the STEAM kids, the book club kids, the early literacy kids, the special needs kids. Um, I know that some of those, they're such high touch items that for those reasons, we're going to be kind of putting that you off a little correct, bit. You are correct, David. And it's because there's a lot of moving parts to those kits. Um, and then that's a lot of sanitization and care that has to be put into them. So we're going to hold off. That'll probably come towards you know, the end, um, we, we've put together five phases. So I see that probably happening as we get closer to the fifth phase, where we know that our governor has 
you know, lifted a lot of uh, the restrictions and, and guidelines for usage of the building. You know, I, I don't think people realize, but we were, when we were open and we were completely functional, you know, and everyone was just vis visiting us, we were seeing 1,800 people a day in the building. And so can you imagine trying to keep cleaning and, and keep up on that usage but then also trying to keep people safe. And that's, again, that's going to be the major concern is to keep people safe as much as we can when they are visiting us. So we want to be aware of that. We are going to keep, um, when we go to opening our, our building and having access to the building, we will go to our normal hours because we want to give our community as much flexibility as possible to have access to us. And by being open our seven days of the week and, you know, um, we're open Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. and um, Friday and Saturday from 10 until 6 and Sundays 12 to 6. When we get to that point, which is phase three, we will open up those hours and, and make us more available. At first, when we when we start our phase one, though, we're going to keep to just Monday through Friday, 10 to 5, so we can just deal with those materials being returned. And that also gives us the weekend where quarantining and, and cleaning can be done on a more effective, on a more effective way. So um, hopefully that answers your question. I certainly think so. Um, what about some of the larger spaces that are still going to be kind of blocked off for now? Um, the patio and cafe, those are going to be kind of as we get permission to right. open those, we'll right? Right, we'll have to wait. The, the cafe in general, you know, they need to find out they're, they're um, leasing the space from us. So they'll de definitely have to get guidelines from our Oakland County Health Department. And so those are guidelines we'll have to wait on with them. And our patio, um, you know, that that will come up in, in the... Uh, the earlier phases because it's outdoors and you know our governor has allowed for people to be outside um, and in spaces it's just not long periods of time that we're going to encourage just so that we can also accommodate as many people um, as we need to to get into the building and, and, and get what they need. I think our biggest um, purpose um, although we have many purposes, the Novi Library, but our biggest purpose is going to be first materials and getting items into people's hands. Because I, I think they're really, um, you know, desperate for getting a hold of, of books and, and DVDs and items like that. And then allowing, you know, short segments of computer and internet access, because we know that there are people in our community who don't have it. They've probably they are probably really needing it. We know that the census is still going on. There might be people who still need to be um, filling out their census information, which I, I do encourage our, our community to be doing. And maybe they need to be filing for unemployment, unemployment and things like that. So we don't want to keep them from not doing that and giving them that access. But, um, you, you know, when those patrons and our guests are uh, coming in, you're going to see where our computer pods, we've, we've pulled chairs and we're doing the social distancing between computers and allowing people to be able to sit, but in, but in a safe way. Um, so that's how things will, will roll out in, in those different phases. I really do encourage anyone who's listening to definitely follow our website because Dana is our, is our main communication person and keeps it up to date and keeps all of, all of that information, you know, accurate. So our, our website is the most important 
place to find information, as well as our Facebook page, David, which I know you are the one um, primarily keeping up. So those are two main resources that we will want our community, you know, to focus on and calling the library because we will be available. You know, they can talk to someone and we can walk them through the steps and, and how to work with them to make to make it available. And can you speak to uh, just the support that the board has given us throughout this it, whole time? Absolutely. I want to thank the Novi Library Board. They have been amazing leaders. Um, they truly have been uh, very caring of the staff and, and keeping everyone working. You know, we've been able to, all of our staff has been able to work from home. We got everybody connected virtually, uh, remotely um, working, and I appreciate them so much for their support. We've, we've had to make some budget cuts um, because what we know is coming, you know, but it, I'm very confident with the decisions that they've made and the, and the leadership that they've provided me, as well as the flexibility to allow me to work and the capacities that we've had to over the last couple months in order to make this work for everyone in the community and for the staff. So they have just been wonderful. And you know what? So have the friends of the Novi Library. They continue to be advocates for us. I know that, you know, their book, their book nook right now isn't open and eventually those volunteers and, and they will get back. But um, they also have been huge champions for us. You know, they they continued to approve a wish list of, of things that we're going to get ready to kick off in July of some new ideas and things that we want to bring to the building. And, and they supported that and approved those um, budget items. And I, I greatly appreciate that. Um, so it's it's been wonderful leadership that we are working under. That's fantastic. And is there anything else, Julie, that you want to let the Novi community know? There's a couple of things. I want to make sure that people know that um, we're not accepting donations right now. And that's a big deal because I know with people being off and having a lot of time at home, they might be cleaning out closets and, and basements. And I think that's wonderful. Everybody's keeping busy, but we can't accept any of those items right now. We're going to have to wait. In fact, in our phases, you won't see donations allowed back at the building to probably the end, our, our phase five, because we also can't be bringing back volunteers. We don't want to compromise volunteers back into our building yet just because of safety. So uh, the donations are going to be towards the end when, when we welcome them back. We'll make sure that people know and, and, and we will communicate that to them. But if everyone could just hold out and and, and keep them at home just a little longer. I appreciate it. Um, if you can keep them in a dry location, um, not in a not in a garage and not in a basement, that's always best because sometimes books, they get a little funky after a while um, if they're left in those kinds of places, but it, just hang on to them a little longer. Um, and then also, you know, just again, be looking at our information. Don't be um, afraid to call us and communicate with us and contact us. I have staff available daily, Monday through Friday right now from 10 a.m. to five. And I, I want people to call us and ask questions. Um, we are renewing items all the time. There are no fines and fees right now that patrons are, are being charged because of the items being left in their homes. We don't want anyone to have to worry about any type of financial burden when it comes to the library. So don't worry about that. We will be, you know, we will work with them. Um, if people don't have a library card and they need one and they're listening to this, we are giving, you know, library cards by phone and um, we can and we can connect with them right now with no problem at all. We want to be able to be available to them as much as possible. 
Okay, and I guess the last question, um, we've mentioned, you know, holds a couple times. Um, now we do have a few ways to place those holds and retrieve those. Can you speak real quick to the drive up and locker systems that right. we're going well, to have? The, the great thing about our Novi library is that we had those wonderful um, systems already in place. So we do have a drive up window and we do have a locker system. And once we open up that phase, which will be uh, phase two after we get returns back, um, we will start working with the patrons to pick up materials that are on hold and still sitting on shelves. We will work with them to get them their materials by um, reserving a spot in our locker and picking up or utilizing our drive up window to pick up materials as well. Um, because David, we don't know when TLN will turn on deliveries and when they'll allow us to start sharing with other libraries to get materials. Um, I, that I don't know about yet, you know, in terms of when you can start placing holds um, because they've turned off that particular um, function right now with our, with our system. But as soon as they get that turned back on, that'll also allow for a lot of our community members to get access to more materials. But that hasn't happened yet. Well, it's a good thing we have a great collection ourselves, so we don't have to rely too much on those. Did you know that we right have now. over 180,000 items that sit on our shelves on a regular basis? So, yes, there are lots of items, and that doesn't even count the digital stuff. So. Once we open and people can get in for that quick grab and go or and can get to that opportunity to place holds, we do have a lot of items that are in the building. And I'm happy to tell the community that even while we were closed, our staff worked very hard, those librarians, to purchase materials and to get all the new, you know, bestsellers and stuff that were coming out from publishers. We have them sitting on shelves right now waiting to be linked and waiting to be put into our computer system. So when we do open, they will get the new materials that they've wanting, you know, that they've been wanting to get their hands on. So we've got them ready and waiting. Awesome. Well, thank you, Julie, so much for coming on the podcast today and uh, trying to talk through this kind of confusing process for our guests. Um, obviously, we will continue to be flexible and I know that they will continue to well, be thank understanding. thank you, Dana and David, for your time. And just for me to close, I just want to tell the Novi community, we truly have missed all of you. We look forward to the day that we are connecting in person again. Um, again, thank you for patience and flexibility. And we look forward to being, you know, a full service public library to you as soon as we can. We will we will work as fast as we can, but again, we do have to follow those guidelines and, and we are waiting to get those directions. And as soon as we have them, we will move forward. Okay, so before we head off today, uh, we thought we'd kind of recap what each of us are reading or watching right now to keep busy. Um, Dana, we'll start with you. Yeah, I have been listening to a podcast recently. I'm sure some of you have probably heard of it. It's called The Office Ladies, and it's with Angela Kinsey and Jenna Fisher, and they go through each episode of The Office and kind of break down the episode and um, talk about behind the scenes information and, and deliver some really great insight to all those episodes that I know so many of us love so much. So if you love The Office and you've watched it a million times um, and you want more in your life, go check out The Office Ladies. It's a great podcast. After you finish our podcast, of course. Oh, of course. Yes. 
And Julie, how about you? What are you reading? What are you watching? So I've been doing a lot of policy writing and a lot of policy reading, unfortunately, because of because of where <laughs> we are, um, you know, with the building and, and our circumstance. But my fun is I love right now watching Jimmy Fallon at home. So if you get a chance to see his segments and, and he's incorporated his two daughters um, into his into his um videos it's it's quite funny and i i do i've always enjoyed him i always have to dvr him though because he's on too late and i'm i'm getting old i don't sleep that late but now that he's now he's doing it from home you know he's putting out his his segments um pretty quickly and and throughout uh the day i did watch a uh, little fires everywhere which was a hulu um uh series and that was really good um that's actually based on a book and of course right now i'm having a brain break for for what the author is so i apologize for that i have read the book educated which was fantastic um and you know i forgot to mention to all of you that another thing to be looking forward to i know this is going a tiny bit off topic but one thing for the community to be looking forward to is that we are moving forward with our construction and i know you um had a chance to talk to eva um, from our staff about that. So I'm super excited about what's going to be happening. I know we were delayed with construction, but it is going to move forward. And hopefully by the end of the summer, we will see um, that new uh, kiosk added to the Lakeshore Park. And the other thing, you know, for myself is uh, I've been listening to a new app called Headspace and um, it's for meditation and mindfulness. Um, I have three children at home and they are all teenagers now, 16, 15, and soon to be 13 next week. So for me, you know, I need to find a way to calm myself sometimes and take a break from the craziness in my house. Um, you know, summer is, is always a great time. And yes, my children are home, but we added to that about three extra months. So my husband works from home and, and so that's been a wonderful app, you know, to refer to and, and to be able to use. I highly recommend it if, if people are looking for that type of um, opportunity from an app and, um, you know, and then just, you know, trying to cope with a new norm. I mean, I, I think I'm uh, like a lot of people out there trying to work and trying to work with a family and, um, you know, trying to balance this new, what we'll call new normal. And, and some days are challenging. And so it's, uh, I'm happy to, I am very happy and, and appreciative of the board and, and us being able to work still. That's definitely kept my mind um, um, really good and, and active. But, you know, for people right now, that can be definitely um, a concern. And we have a lot of resources, you know, through the library that people can connect with us when it comes to those types of needs as well. So lots of different reading on my end. Awesome. Um, and I guess I, I really just want to go back to that lending library for a second. I just want to say what a forward thinking idea that was to have some kind of contactless way to get books yep. and materials to people. Obviously we didn't know that was coming, but it sure does. It, it works and out really I well. That it'll be very much popular and a huge hit to our community when it when it rolls out. We have some pretty awesome things coming into the new year. I'm very excited for MPL and and for our community to be taking advantage of what we have and the resources that we can make available. And I just want to end on one last question for you, Julie. Oh, what is inspiring well, the you? The weather today? is definitely.
for me today. You know, May hasn't been great yet. And to see the sunshine is, is absolutely fabulous. And the fact that, you know, we are getting close, Dana and Dave, David, to opening back up. I mean, it, it's going to happen. It will happen in phases. It will take some time. But the fact that we are going to be connecting very soon with our community, again, is very inspiring to me. Awesome. Well, thank you, Julie, again, for joining us today. That does wrap up our podcast for today. This has been Beyond Books, the newest podcast from the staff of the Novi Public Library. We hope to inform you. We hope to inspire you. We hope to include you. And of course, you can give us feedback. Email us at podcast at novilibrary.org. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon.